0: Hey guys, what's up everybody? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Monday show. Welcome to I See Things A Little Differently. This is how we're going to do December. I've made my mind up. <clears throat> Don't know if I'm gonna... <laughs> As I'm recording these shows, I will make this clear. I'm recording this like the week before Thanksgiving. Because as I've already announced that uh, Monday is that I'm going to take a hiatus in December from doing the weekly stuff. It'll still be weekly content. It's just going to be pre-recorded and uh, there won't be any requests taken. Um, because I just need to, just, been a long year, a good year, fruitful year, a grateful year, um, but I just want to take the the month of December and just, you know, and actually watch wrestling and enjoy it. Uh, it's kind of hard for me when, I said this to you guys before, it's kind of hard to keep the momentum going when, like, you constantly have to be, um taking notes and writing scripts and stuff and i actually want to take december and focus on my 2024 and some of the things i have to get in gear um even more so so all december here's what we're gonna do today's episode will be the top 10 male wrestlers of 2023 next monday's show will be the top 10 women wrestlers of 2023 we will throw in some honorable mentions there of course the third monday of the of the december will be the top 10 stories of of uh 2023 and the final monday of the year will be a top 10 matches of the year um so that's how we're going to do our month of december it'll all be pre-recorded and it's uploaded um because i'm just because the wednesday show is already uploaded and ready to go i have episodes until next year um so i just want to do the same thing actually get and keep my vibe right so as we as we're preparing for new opportunities in the new year so anyways let's get to it and in my top 10 list you guys remember for those people who are new that listen, these are never in order unless I specifically say it. I just write down the top 10 things, I go from there so just we're going to get there, I'm going to give a little reason why I gave them my top 10 spot for my top 10, and I would love to know your top 10's in the Q&A on Spotify 10, Vakingo Vakingo, he is just an, a marvel um, I know a lot of people probably don't have access to a lot of the stuff he does, unless you watch him on AEW, but I would highly suggest just going on YouTube and watching the stuff he does for AAA. It's it's amazing what he can get his body to. He's so young, so talented. Um, you know, there was a story a couple of weeks ago where um, Grandmother Leak was refusing to do jobs, and um, I never spoke about it because I, I knew it was a, I actually ended before I spoke about it. I ended up getting. Uh, Sent an not an email uh, a link, and essentially it was to people saying why Grand leak refused to lose, and apparently he has a big head now, and he thought that he would be a bigger deal leaving WWE and having that that name um, with him, and a lot of people were saying he's just not the name, and when they when, when he went back to AAA or CML or whatever, like people were be other people younger people were being pushed. And so I guess Ram Metalik was trying to tell people, slow down, don't do so much. He was trying to do the WWE way other places. Which, look here, Will Ospreay has slowed down a lot. and He still is the best wrestler in the world, in my opinion, at this moment. So you can still slow down and do some things. But if that's not your style, that's not your style as of right now. Everybody has to take time to adjust to different things. Like Austin was a technical, Steve Austin was a technical wizard. And then he had to become a brawler due to the nature of his neck injury. He just couldn't do those things anymore. Um, so everyone's different. But for Kingo I guess the, he was a little max because they were pushing him. But like Kingo is just—he is the future. You know, I don't think—and honestly, I could see him in WWE. I don't think I could see him in AEW, even though he's done shots for AEW. i, I think I could see him in WWE. Now we're going to see how Dragon Lee works out. They've been putting a lot of emphasis on Dragon Lee recently in WWE. Um, I know they don't have the best history of masked wrestlers. That names are not Rey Mysterio. If they do good with Dragon Lee, I can see Vukingo. And I, I know Vukingo's not masked. but My point is, uh, when I say masked, I mean more, more Mexico wrestlers. Like they tried that Del Rio project for a while, and well, oh boy, that came to something. Um, but no, I, I, I want to see how they do with Dragon Lee. I think Vakingo, I can see Vukingo in WWE for some reason. I just can. He just it just it just seems like a a, a place that for some reason he will go. I don't know. Number 9, John Moxley, AEW, the ace of AEW, had himself another stellar year, uh, added international gold to his resume, even though he got concussed and ended up losing, had a hell of a, he main evented the, his third All Out pay-per-view, and think about the three opponents he's had at All Out, he's had Orange Cassidy, he's had CM Punk, and he's had MJF. What what a what a, what a hodgepodge, uh, getting the win here. Uh, him and the Blackpool Combat Club were all over TV, having feuds with uh, the the elite. Him him having that hell of a de- Texas Death Match until uh, <laughs> until uh, we we had one that topped it. Um, he it's just the level of consistency that he has. I I said this before and I say this again. Jericho is Jericho is. The, the signing they need to have so they can get the TV deal so that way Warner Brothers okay they can get people that have names Sean Moxley is the most important signing they've, they've made because of everything he's contributed to the product so uh, that's just my take on that number 8 Cody Rhodes he he did something his family had never done in WWE he won a Royal Rumble match came in at number 30 and won it after him and Gunther put each other to the test for about 10 minutes he main-evented a Wrestlemania. He did not finish the story. But he definitely... Um, he definitely is... I, I still think he's going to finish the story next year. Um, but he kept his momentum going afterwards, having a trilogy with Brock Lesnar. Um, the third match was the best. I And I went to that third match saying, what in the blue hell are we doing here? Like, why is this a thing... I did not want to see that third match. And I'm glad we got that fucking third match. I really am. And and Brock gave him the endorsement. Uh, this is to hopefully Cody Rhodes finishing his story in 2024. Number seven. I put them all as one. The bloodline. When you look at Mini Van Jay Uso. When you look at Roman Reigns. When you look at Solo Sokoa. When you look at Jimmy Uso. <clears throat> you see what's been running the WWE program for the last three years. You see some weird Some weird twists and turns, and I get it. Those twists and turns are to get us to WrestleMania 40 and the ultimate implosion of Roman Reigns and his bloodline. But Solo Sokoa has been very well protected. He's only lost a couple times, um, but him just dominating John Cena, him being in the same ring with Cody, him getting victories over Rey Mysterio. uh, These are big-time things because you can tell they have big-time plans for uh, Solo Sokoa, and he's shown that he can hang. With the big dogs, um, Jimmy, he's played his part to perfection. It's clear him and Jimmy Jim and Jay really want that one-on-one match at WrestleMania, which it's, it looks like they're going to get. Um, but they that ended that ended the run of one of the greatest tag teams in the history of the of the business, you know. And <clears throat> obviously they're going to get back together, but it's one of those things where it's just it's they've been. They've been the pulse of the WWE. For as high as they've been, they have been the pulse. Jey Uso, what more can you say? He got a WrestleMania main event with his brother. Defend the tag team championships, putting those tag team championships on just a different level. Getting to have his redemption arc where he pins Roman Reigns. Getting to then make up with Sami Zayn. And him having this solo run to where he <laughs> he's having a solo run still in the tag team titles with Cody. You know, it's just he's just on a different level. Like Jay is just, I can see if they want to put a singles title on him, I could see that working. The fans would accept that. So then, what else can we say? The big dog, the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. He uh, has become part time, um, but look here it doesn't look here it doesn't diminish this reign of that we're seeing. Some would say a new reign of terror. If you said I would not be mad. That's that's fine. It's probably understandable. <clears throat> Excuse me. But it's a reign that is probably long in the tooth now, but his career needed it. And he plays it to perfection. Now, when he turns to be babyface again, that will make things even more interesting in my opinion. But we're gonna get <clears throat> him in solo first, but uh, he's going to have that belt. He's, he's not scheduled to be on TV for the rest of the year, so I just put them all as one because I didn't think it was fair to take up two spots. When it's, To me, it's the group that brings everything together. Number six, he's just become All Elite. Osprey starting the year with the United States Championship. He ended up rebranding it the UK Championship, but he ended up having a classic match with Kenny Omega in a loss at Wrestle Kingdom this year. Then he went on to have a great 2023, where he was able to be in one of the feature matches at All In against Chris Jericho getting the win, then getting his United States Championship back against Kenny Omega in a bloodbath, which was a different kind of match they had um, at Forbidden Door, and then signing and coming to America as he will be in AEW next year at Revolution. So, what a year he's had. I don't think he's going to stop. I don't think that, excuse me, um, I just had a salad before I started this. I wasn't sure if I was gonna start this or not, but I am. So sorry about that. Has to get some propel. Um, but he he is the best in the world in my opinion right now. He is. If I had to rank them, he would be number one. But just for his year and him him, it makes sense him not winning the G one since he wasn't gonna resign with AEW. I mean with uh, New Japan, but he had a, he just had, he did everything he could do in new japan anyway time for some new uh things he still to work with new japan <clears throat> but time for some new challenges number five seth rollins Rollins starting his own he's he's a full-time performer injuries but he's the first inaugural world heavyweight champion with the new world championship they have going um he had matches with uh logan paul he's had matches with drew mcintyre nakamura he has had a great year, and he turned that heel gimmick into it Well, the fans turned their face, um, but he, I don't know when he's going to take a break, because he has some injuries, some things. I, I think it's probably going to be after he loses this World Heavyweight Championship. I'm I'm still thinking he's going to lose to Gunther, but it depends on if, the, I i don't know if they have plans for this guy losing this Intercontinental Championship, so <clears throat> you never know, but I still think that's where he's going to go, where, where that, that title's going. But, uh, or it could go to Drew. Drew, Drew just turned heel, so you never know. But anyways, um, he, Seth Rollins still had healthier and uh, keeping the full-time Baron going on and having the World Heavyweight Championship. Number four, speaking of the man, Gunthar. Breaking the Honky Tonk Man's almost unbreakable record as the Intercontinental Champion. He's brought back prestige to that championship. He has had classic matches all year long. He will definitely be on my top ten matches of the year. Him, essentially, I, I hope Chad Gable is the one to be the one to to, to to get that championship off him. But he's been able to bring do so much for that championship and so much for other people in the process that uh, when he loses it, it will be a big deal. It will be a mind blown. So uh, I think he's gonna have an even greater 2024, and I definitely believe he's getting that world heavyweight championship next year. Number three, Brian Danielson. This man has been hurt. This man has announced his, his full-time retirement. He's been hurt twice. But yet, in the same year where he's been hurt twice and announced his full-time wrestling status has been, is going away in one year, this man has had classic matches with Ricky Starks. He's had matches with Zack Sabre Jr. He's had matches with Okada. He had one of the greatest Iron Man matches of all time with MJF. Think about that. This man has been hurt. He's had... Broken arms, concussions, and, and, and broken orbital bones. And he still has had that level of consistency and we are gonna see this for the final year full time, which is <clears throat> heartbreaking, but I understand this man has been made c he's been so fragile recently. I get I, I trust me, I understand. But this man it's this the list is not real if this man's not on it. This man is just putting himself... without even winning a championship in AEW. This man is already AEW Hall of Famer. He's obviously a Pro Wrestling Hall of Famer. He's obviously a WWE Hall of Famer. But this man is still had one hell of a year. Number three, excuse me, number two. This will be this one will be the controversial one. This one will be the controversial one. I have Orange Cassidy on my list. Orange Cassidy is on the list because. This man took this international championship at the time when he won it. It was called the All Atlantic Championship, and they rebranded it to level it up. Air quotes, no air quotes. You can't doing air quotes, and they leveled it up. He was moving needles for them as an opening wrestler on on Dynamite. He was defending that championship every week. This man ended up getting his first ever pay per view main event because of it. This man has defeated his King Kongs. He's defeated John Moxley. He won the title from Pac. This man has had a hell of a year. And then to reclaim the international championship due to some injuries happening, that's okay. He's now a two-time international champion, the first man to do that. Who knows what this man's going to do. I think he still should lose that belt to Takeshta. But this man has had a hell of a year. And it should not be under underappreciated. This one was tough. I thought about Okada. But I said, you know what? This is my list. I, I, wa- I, I want to break the status quo. And I want to put Ernest Cassie on there. And number one, the devil. The longest reigning AEW heavyweight champion of all time, MJF. This man went from a heel being a drastically disgusting heel to then him catching fire with Adam Cole storyline. And they ended the up main eventing the, the highest paid attendant pay-per-view of all time or event of all time. Where people was like, this is not, it, it might not have been, but it was the hottest story in the company. It still is. Man is one half of the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. He has people coming at him left and right. This man has put it all in. This man also had a classic match with Kenny Omega. He has now been officially AEW Champion for over a year. I mean, what more can this man do? Uh, I, I do think he's already signed a brand new contract with AEW. Uh, if he hasn't, then wow. If they lose him, that's bad, but I, I do think he's already re-signed, so that's my list. I'll just recap it right now. MJF, Orange Cassidy, Brian Danielson, Gunthar, Seth Rollins, Will Ospreay, The Bloodline, Cody Rhodes, Jon Moxley, and Fakingo. So that's my list. Tell me what yours is in the q and I'm the Slow Chemical. Next week, we're talking about the top 10 women. And matter of fact, you know what? Before we go, let's do some honorable mentions. Let's uh, let's do that. Yeah, let's, 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 let's have a little fun here. Let's not be so organized. I would put Damien Priest as one of my honorable mentions. I would put Samoa Joe as one of my honorable, honorable mentions. I would put Sami Zayn as one of my honorable mentions. Damien Priest had a year. This man is now two-time tag team champion. Senior Money in the Bank wrestled Bad Bunny in Puerto Rico to to a great match the Judgment Day ruled Raw for better or for worse they ruled Raw Sami Zayn main evented his first pay-per-view of all time in Canada for the World Heavyweight Championship won the Tag Team Championships in his first ever Wrestlemania main event which was awesome and this man, just he, his his passion, his desire, his promos have just been fantastic. And finally, my last honorable mention will be Swerve Strickland and Samoa Joe. But Let's, talk, let's take a one-on-one. Samoa Joe, longest reigning TV champion of all time, getting back into a feud with CM Punk, getting the, into the feud with MJF, opening Wembley Stadium. With the, with, to me, I thought that was a fantastic match those two had. Now we... The future's bright. Now we have Samoa Joe back on AEW proper. I can't wait to see what they do with them. Swerve Strickland, what can I say? This man... When you give him some TV time, you let the man, as the kids say, cook. This man broke into Adam Page's house. This man broke into Nick Wayne's school. You know, he was preaching to Nick... Uh, to, uh, to Adam Page's kid. He was beating up Nick Wayne and leaving him bloodied. Man had a casket match with... well coffin match with darby and Sting, two classic matches with hangman adam page including the most violent match in aew history the texas death match this man should be a world heavyweight not a tnt champion and i say say it say it again he should be your world heavyweight champion in 2024 so Anyways, next week, let's talk about the lady. Let's give the lady some love. But um, that is it for this week. I am the Slow Chemical. This is I. See things a little differently. We're out.